0: Welcome to Grow Up, insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the Grow Up podcast. Hi, it's Jason Parkinson. And I'm Mark Hammer. And today we're actually going to be talking with a special guest, Matt Queen from Cairo Praise, about how live events can really impact your marketing. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big uh, topic of conversation across the industry right now. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a, a great conversation. We're going to talk with Matt coming up next. Grow Up is a service of OneFire, whose mission is to use technology and digital marketing to help businesses grow better. Learn more and get started today at OneFire.com. That's O-N-E-F-I-R-E.com. Welcome back to the Grow Up podcast. Uh, we're joined today by special guest Matt Queen from Cairo
1: Praise. Matt, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to talk to you today. Absolutely. So so first of all, tell me about ChiroPraise. What do you guys do? We do full service marketing and advertising, but we do it specifically for chiropractors. So we're real niched in. Uh, that's awesome. we do everything uh from we, we're very heavy on the digital side but we mix in a little bit of traditional in there as well with a little bit of radio tv when it you know when the case uh needs it but uh we're really heavy on the, the digital side for the most part i'd say about 80 20.
0: okay how long have you been doing this matt
1: uh about six years
0: that's great very cool. So I know that one of the things that made me very interested in having you join us today is this idea of dinner with the doc, right? It's a, it's this idea of doing a live event, um, where you can kind of turn that into a lead capture opportunity, a trust building exercise and start driving results specifically for chiropractors. But kind of, I, I was just kind of thinking holistically how that applies, you know, to all types of businesses and how they could use that same, same type of concept in their own, in their own business. Do
1: wanna share with us a little bit about you know what that looks like for you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's always been something that we've had like as a option in the services that we offer. But uh fortunately or unfortunately, it is the one that all of our clients go right to because they see kind of immediate results and um mm-hmm. they kind of fast track things. And in some cases, I mean some of our clients will will have what we consider like a six-figure night in one night. So, I mean, you know, you can get anywhere from, you know, five or 10 people in a room to hundreds of people in a room. And, uh, you know, in our case, they are pitching at the end. So they're closing clients on the spot. So in traditional marketing, you know, they might come in, you know, a few at a time over time. In this case, you may have 150 in a room, and you might close half of that room that night um, or more. And that's a pretty good night. That's
0: impressive. <laughs> yeah, And then I'm assuming that you guys handle follow-up and things like that with we those do. attendees after they're there. We right? do
1: because, yeah, a lot of people think, okay, well, only 50% showed up. So the other 50 Percent were a waste. Uh, not at all. You know, we we kick in our automations and things like that, and we start picking up uh, a few more. You know, get some more people in conversations. And yeah, uh, I think yeah, a lot of people miss the mark. I think by just saying, oh, well, only this many people showed up, so that's all I got.
0: Yeah, that's a lost opportunity to not follow up with that list of attendees or even potential attendees. And that's something. Yeah, I, I think a lot of businesses probably do uh, leave that opportunity on the table. Yeah, for sure. So what's the format of this? Like, what do you, you're just inviting people in for dinner? Like what's the, what's the, um, you know, the lure to get, to get people in the room and. Yeah.
1: So the, the key is that free dinner. Um, you know, a lot of people just can't pass up uh, free food, right? (laughs) And if it's from a good caterer, it's even better, right? Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. You can do like, uh, you know, conference room or a banquet hall or or something like that, where you're catering in kind of more buffet style, or you can actually do it at a restaurant. You know, some people do like high-end restaurants if they're going to have a smaller crowd, just depends on what you're going for Mm -hmm. and who your, your target is there. But, um, obviously the more people you have, the more you'd probably go towards a a buffet. And, you know, if you're having hundreds of people in there, um, it would just be, you know, chaotic to try to hold that in a restaurant and, uh, to keep it organized. So yeah, it just depends on how many people you're wanting to get in that room. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, so you have the options again, that, that free dinner is what gets a lot of people in. Um, but, but you have to be (laughs) smart about your, your targeting. So you're not getting just all tire kickers that are just like, hey, I had my had my free meal and I'm out of here. Um we you, you know, obviously you want to target to get the, the serious people. There's always going to be a few that, that skate in that may not be the, the target or ideal demographic, but your goal is to get most of the people that are interested listening, engaged to the the conversation that's happening. Um and then hopefully at the end, in our format, you know, we close at the end. We run credit cards. We, you know, get signups, uh, that night, you know, right then instead of letting them think about it and then call us back if you're interested or anything like that, we, we just try to try to get the deal closed on, on yeah. the spot.
0: And I'm assuming there's some type of a discount if they sign there and, and some Absolutely. of those of things in place. Yeah. See, we, we've had success with that even on our own business. So we host educational seminars here mm-hmm. at OneFire. Um, and so part of that, you know, we're educating on things like, um, you know, how to do search engine optimization in 2019. We're doing things some about social media, social media like uh, uh, converting your Facebook likes into actual leads for your company. Mastering we host, inbound marketing. Yeah, inbound marketing. So we, we host these seminars and if we do it strategically where it's over lunch. And so lunch is provided. And if we're inviting that right business community in now, we're not we're not of the mindset of a hard sell. Um, At the end, we're not certainly not taking somebody's credit card. Now, obviously, we're in a different industry than chiropractic. Um, But yeah, it's we've seen great success. You know, people come in. uh, They it's an educational thing. It's a non-threatening thing. They get lunch provided. Sometimes they bring in members of their team to join us. And like we did it at a ballpark uh, here in town not too long ago. And so it's, you know, doing brats and beer at lunch and it's kind of, you know, laid back and casual And um, yeah, it turns into a great conversation starter, even for following up with those individuals and kind of doing some things like, you know, assessing what their, you know, what their needs are and and some of those things.
1: Yeah, we have success with some that are a little bit more similar to that too. lunch and learns. Um, We usually reserve those for more corporate, like, um, you know, if Mm -hmm. there's a corporate, corporate partnership. Um, where you have a company that says, "Yeah, I'll let you talk to you know all my employees or a certain amount of employees if mm. if you want to bring in lunch for them today." Um, you know that one is a little bit different of a setup. We don't usually do a hard close there at the end or anything like that. But uh, yeah. those I've seen a lot of great success with those as well. It's just uh, it's different, you know, the, the people you're attracting, and some of those people are like they're at work, so there's like I have nothing. You know, else to do? I'll get a free lunch. <laughs> Versus, right. I'm going to drive to this location at you know at yeah. six thirty and and uh, yeah. get childcare and actually you know pay attention. That's commitment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah
0: probably more qualified at that point when they're actually, you know, making that commitment and showing up. So what's the like, what's the outreach look like for you? Like if a small business wanted to, you know, try and do something where they're hosting a lunch and learn or they're hosting, you know, something that's after hours, um, you know, what does that look like in terms of identifying who those right fit, you know, people are for a business?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it depends on how you're, you know, how you're going to advertise. I mean, Facebook is a, is a big one that we use. Um, but it just depends also how many people you're trying to get in a room. Like if, if, if we have a client that's saying I need hundreds of people in a room, uh, we kind of outgrow some of the social media uh, ads and things like that. We go to Hmm. radio or maybe even TV, depending on how many they're, they're wanting in there. Um, Yeah, broader reach. Exactly. You do have a broader reach. So there's a lot more people, but you're a little less targeted as well versus a little bit smaller. You're going to be able to target a little bit better and and be a little bit more specific on on who's coming. Um, Yeah, we usually spend about 30 days is the proper amount of time uh, that we start planning out like an event, a live event. And, uh, you know, get the get the campaigns ready to go and uh, get the software set up, because we do we do encourage, especially with the dinner events that you have some kind of ticketing software, even though it's a free event but we want people registering um you know mm-hmm. even allow them register friends and things like that um it's all free sure. but again we need to retarget the people that don't show up and unfortunately right. a lot of people get disappointed like oh my gosh we had 200 registered but only 100 showed up um uh, yeah, that's that's kind of normal. About fifty percent is yeah. what we're that's seeing. Hey, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and again, it's not those those other hundred aren't lost. Um, there's still ways to to talk to them. Uh, so yeah, it's still still yeah. powerful. But yeah, fifty percent, uh, you know, like it or not, that's that's kind of about the uh, the rate. In some cases, like forty five to fifty percent show rate is what you can expect. Uh, odd things yeah. like rain or something we will throw that all at like for for whatever reason people are like oh it's raining oh i I'm not going to show up so your <laughs> it does affect your numbers on show up if if it rains or snows or things like that oh yeah i can
0: imagine that's a, that's good to set expectations that way from the start too and let businesses know that it's unlikely even under the best conditions that all 200 people that registered will walk through the door.
1: Absolutely. It, it just doesn't happen. It's not, not realistic. Um, of course if you start charging them, um, you know, charge them, mm-hmm. which we don't mm-hmm. recommend for our clients to charge. We want to keep sure. it free, but we have yeah. had clients that just insisted, no, I need to charge, you know, whether it's 20 bucks or 50 bucks a person, um, mm-hmm. we've done it. And of course, you know, you have a lot less people registering, but, The benefit is, um, you know, they're more likely to show because they've paid something.
0: Yeah, and we found that even if it's something, even if it's a small fee, even if it's a five or ten dollar fee, at least there's a little bit more commitment that's there. But at the same time, you know, you kind of need to look at that um, as just, you know, when you're when you're buying the food and all of that, like it's just an advertising expense. Like this is all, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a marketing program that you're investing
1: in exactly and there's lots of creative ways to do it i've seen like bigger places um do it to where you know you stay to the end you get that money back you know it's kind of like a deposit oh. um yeah which i thought that was pretty yeah kind of cool. it gets kind of weird <laughs> right <laughs> it's just a way of them to you know it's free you got to put down a deposit but you get it back kind of thing um it, it does help to keep people around but we we usually again uh Freeze best. Most people are just going to be like, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to go check it out.
0: Yeah. So do it's you cool. have, do you have tips or advice for, uh, for small businesses that are thinking about maybe getting into this world of, of hosting some, some live events? Like where should they start? What, what's the, what's that process look like?
1: Yeah. So I can walk you through like the, the five steps, uh, basically, you know, the basics of how to put on a live event. Um, you know, first you're going to, pick a topic and obviously you do need to make it a little bit exciting. You know, you can't, uh, (laughs) you got to put a little pizzazz on it to make sure people, you know, especially if you're doing Facebook advertising, whatever people scroll right through, unless it really catches their attention. So pick a topic that's kind of like, uh, you know, trending and people are excited about and, um, you know, that has some pizzazz behind it. Um, picking a date and a time, um, that, is an art in itself. Um, you know, we <laughs> right. we found like, a tip I'll give you um, in the years that we've done it. We've tested all kinds of days and times, and Tuesdays. Tuesdays are the day to uh, to do mm-hmm. it. Tuesday, yeah, okay. <laughs> Tuesday seem to be right. the day that it show up and all I that.
0: I guess, that makes, I guess that makes sense if you think about other things going on in a community, right? You've got, you know, other events that happen on Thursdays. Yep. Friday, you're heading into weekend events.
1: That's true. Mondays yeah. are too soon. You That's know?
0: true. Tuesday does Yeah, um, Tuesday <laughs> yeah. And, sounds right. And even further That's down, a good-
1: yeah, 6.30 on Tuesday seems to be the sweet spot that we've seen. The best results at 6.30. Enough time for people to get home, get childcare, whatever they need to do, and then make it to the place. Um, you know, if you do 5 or 5.30, yeah. Yeah. it's too early. And then if you're doing a dinner, do it any later, people are so hungry. They're not going to listen to you because they're going to be like, man, when's that food getting here? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. So, so once you got a, a yeah. date and a time, cool. uh, picking the venue is pretty important. Um, you know, again, it depends on how many people you're trying to get there, whether it's, uh, y- you know, you can get away with, uh, you know, a a chain if you don't have that many people coming, but you want to make sure you have control of that room. Like it's isolated. There's no, you know, you can't hear all the people yelling and talking in the background. You can control the music. It's not like blaring to where people can't really hear what you're saying. Um, and and we usually recommend a, a nicer place and, and usually try not to do chains as much as we can. But again, a benefit of doing it on Tuesdays, a lot of these places aren't that busy on a Tuesday evening. So they are, more than happy. Yeah. We'll uh, probably
0: have some, yeah, yeah exactly. They're yeah. more than happy to have you. And yeah. people, sometimes you can get kind of a, a nice deal.
1: let you're like Hey, I'll bring 50 people on a Tuesday night. Um, and then again, I mentioned that, uh, software, you, you obviously I think if, if I were to ask you know, like what software should I use for ticketing? Uh, I think most people in marketing at least will probably go mm-hmm. to Eventbrite. Right. Right. Um, that, that seems to work really well. There was sure, like a sure. brief, year where we stopped using Eventbrite uh for a few reasons, some changes they did and stuff like that. But now they've they've made some more changes and it's pretty powerful. We're back. We're back to Eventbrite to where we mainly use that for our ticketing. Um and and check-in feature is pretty cool too. Like you do want to do that because that's how you're gonna know who to remarket to unless you're checking the people in when they come in. Eventbrite makes it really easy to check those people in. Yeah and you know, if I think that, con-
0: consumers are just used to Eventbrite and they're used to how that works. Like Eventbrite and Ticketmaster right up there with two of the, you know, most popular ticketing solutions. It's a and, familiar name. Yeah, it's familiar. And I think that, you know, what it probably does is it gives some validity to your event, too. Right. Like you can see, um, you know, that this is an actual thing, an event that's happening. It legitimizes and, and I have a ticket for it now. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I and do Eventbrite
1: does a pretty good job, especially here recently of, oh, you went to this event. They also will request, you know, start giving you other ideas of you might be interested in this one as well. Yeah. So it's almost like a little bit of yeah. free promotion that you get through there as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So besides that, I mean, that those are the main steps, and then obviously the last one is just just promote the event. You know, choose how you're going to promote it. Um, whether you're going to put some. Uh, Add advertising budget behind it and how big you need it so are you going to need tv and radio you might need to plan out a little bit further if you're going to do that kind of thing but um yeah, if you're just doing yeah. facebook or you know instagram or that kind of stuff then 30 days is plenty to to pull this off um and then once the event's over you you got to do the follow-ups um and and one thing I also forgot to mention is is it's actually even though especially if people are registering three weeks before, four weeks before, um, the sweet spot is if they're registering the week of, they're most likely going to show up mm. because if they register too early, okay. things come up, change, you know, plans change. So we like to, uh, call them uh, about 24 hours within a 24 hour period and just confirm that they're actually showing up. And it's also kind of like a subtle reminder. Um, you can do some of that with some automation as well, but we found, Actually calling them, getting them on the phone and saying, yep, I'll still be there. Like, all right, we'll have your dinner waiting for you. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, And I think it probably all of
0: that depends on probably the age group that your business is trying to target. I mean, you and working with chiropractors, you've got, you know, probably a pretty good grasp on who a chiropractor's target audience is. Um, But I think with a lot of different companies, like, you know, a call may work really great. Maybe a text message with some type of, you know, communication back and forth that way may work well. Um, You know, God forbid we're communicating with Gen Z and you're doing Snapchat uh, messages. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like. Regardless, yeah, that that follow up is probably important just to ensure that people are coming. It'll remind them and then it kind of gives you a a closer, you know, final count too.
1: Yeah, especially if you're buying food by the plate. um, That's really important because, um, well, even for the buffet, you know, they'll usually give you a window where you can adjust a little bit. So once you have that confirmation, you can call them up and say, yes, it is. It is. I need food for 25 people, um, you know, more confidently. Versus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've I've seen people do it wrong before. They just ordered and uh, they didn't do confirmations. And at the end of the night, they're like, "I have fifty extra plates of food. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we get that to go.
0: Everyone's taking it
1: home. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. you get
0: you get three plates for attending tonight. Thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome." No, well, Matt, thanks so much for sharing some of this info. I think this is important. Um, Live events are just something that I think a lot of companies are probably intimidated to maybe execute on their own. They don't think that maybe they would have something valuable enough to say that people would show up. But when you start thinking about it as a process and going through this process of identifying that topic, choosing the date and time, picking the venue, making sure you've got that software, and then promoting the event, you know, and obviously there's all the details that I'm sure you help companies with on all those individual steps, but, you know, having that plan in place and then just being able to execute it. And there's a little trial and error, I'm sure on, you know, what works really well and, and kind of honing that in. But, um, yeah, I just think it can be a great way for, for lead generation. And like you said, you know, closing a lot of clients depending on the transactional nature of your business, uh, in a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I I want to make sure that uh, I gave some value to your audience today. Um you mind if I give them a URL they can go to and get a no, please. day yeah, please of do. event uh PDF that'll show them kind of almost down to the minute of what you should do the day of event. That that might help out some yeah, of the awesome. people. So if you go to sure. uh my company is ChiroPraise, so it's just like chiropractor, Chiropraise, C-H-I-R-O-P-R-A-I-S-E dot com slash free dash guide. So chiroprayscom slash free dash guide. You can go there, put your information in and uh, hopefully we shouldn't uh, send the remarketing hounds on you since you're not a chiropractor, but you something. <laughs> well,
0: that's awesome. And we'll, we'll make sure to link to it in our show notes as well yeah, and, and to your website as
1: well, Matt. So. Sounds good. It was a pleasure speaking with you guys today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, Yeah, awesome. And thank you
0: so much for listening today to the uh, Grow Up podcast. We're looking forward to talking to you again next week. See you soon. Right here on Grow Up. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.